0: Welcome to a Longer Table podcast, a space for real and sometimes hard conversations that will often challenge your perspective and always empower you to pull up more seats around your own table. I'm your host, Amanda Carpenter. Let's dive in. Hi, friends. I am excited. This is just me today hopping on solo to say hi and kind of catch you up on what life has been like in my corner of the world and just kind of keep you up to date on some things. So you probably know it's been a year since Eric and I moved across the country to Los Angeles with our son Shia. Um, and gosh, a lot has happened in the last year. We uh, we have gone through a lot of transition. Um, I am so excited to share that Shia's sleep is improving, and we really love our neighbors. We love our neighborhood. Um, I just wrapped up a contract position. I took on a contract working with Housing for Health, which exists here in LA to end homelessness, and it was such an incredible experience. And honestly, the timing of it all, uh, both the start and the end of that contract, was such a cool God thing. Um, Honestly, just to kind of summarize I took on that contract one because it met, the, it checked the boxes on like things I'm passionate about and things I feel like I'm pretty good at, and the season that I was in when we first moved here and the type of work that I could do. A lot of it was virtual, but it also is a huge financial blessing to our family just to have kind of a steady paycheck because my life in the last oh gosh I've been self-employed for over three years. Doesn't bring uh, paychecks every two weeks, right? It's that self-employed life of just uh, sort of waves of income up and down, and, and and I crave stability and and financial stability, and so such a blessing. And then for it to come to an end, just in time for me to kind of focus solely on launching my new book into the world. Just yeah, it's been it's been really great, and so I'm super thankful. I have to admit, I'm I'm kind of feeling a bit uh, hungover, not from drinking, but a vulnerability hangover uh, from a lot that I've been sharing publicly for the first time. So if you haven't seen that on my social media, um, I shared about the fact that I was unfaithful to Eric very early in our marriage. And the reason I came out about that particularly now, is because I tell those stories, that story and and the journey of that in the first two chapters of my book. And I just decided like, you know, I feel like I've proclaimed God and his grace and there isn't a single person you wouldn't love if you knew their story. Like you've heard me say these things a lot so many times, but I feel like there were there was one person in particular who had reached out saying, you know, I just I just don't get it. And what I realized is that I wasn't willing for a long time, some of which was wise, but other pieces of this probably not so much. I wasn't willing to be embarrassed and expose the mess that I was in and that God brought me out of in order to make sense of why I was so passionate about God and healing and redemption and grace. And so it's been really beautiful to come out with that. And the response has been overwhelming Unfortunately, there's a lot of people who can relate that that part's really sad to me. Um, So I'm not happy that we came out and shared that part of our story uh, for the sake of like just so many people being able to relate that's that's really unfortunate but i will say i think it really helps when you see a couple or someone who has experienced healing maybe if especially if that person is currently in a dark place or they're currently going through it themselves or they're hurting i um, mean it's very fresh to them to see someone or or in our case a couple who has made it to the other side and are years removed from that is it provides a lot of hope. And so that's the overwhelming message that I keep hearing and I'm so grateful for. I also feel a little bit tender from just the vulnerability in sharing childhood stuff. Um, And part of that isn't because I'm embarrassed or ashamed or that I haven't healed from some childhood woundings, but it's actually something you may not have considered before, which is I'm in relationship with the people that I'm sharing about. And so I have to go about this in the best way that I know how I have to be truthful. I have to be honest. I have to discern what parts to share and how to share them. Because the last thing I want to do is ruin these redemption stories. Last thing I want to do is be quick to share something that will embarrass my parent, right? So it's a tricky thing to navigate, and I'm happy to share more on that if anyone reaches out and um, wants to hear how do people like, like myself uh, share our life so publicly when we're in relationships with all these people maybe you've never thought of that before, but, uh, yeah, when you watch that reel about my younger sister my half sister, um, whose name I'm not going to share fully because of just the intricate intricacies of our story and, and just wanting to protect her and her decisions and where she's at right now, which I, I don't know. And that's why I made that reel. Um, but we'll call her H her initial. Um, yeah, it's, It's just this weird thing, too, because I sometimes forget, since I'm a grown adult who has my own family now, who's done so much counseling and therapy and has healed, and just come a long way out of the destruction and the trauma and the pain, I kind of forget how abnormal some of this stuff is. Uh, There's a lot of people, of course, who've reached out. They can relate. They comment. They say this is their story, too. But there's equally a lot of people who are like... Wait, you have a half sister and like you don't know where she is? What? Um because their family dynamic doesn't have the same types of dysfunction or struggles that that mine has. So it's just been this weird place to be in and I just kind of wanted to show up and say that I'm feeling that tenderness and that vulnerability just sort of feeling feels like a hangover, honestly. Um, and I'm sure it's not the end of it because like I said, my book is coming out soon. Um, so if you have not already heard about it, Soul Care to Save Your Life is my new book. The subtitle is How Radical Honesty Leads to Real Healing. And I wrote it, uh, well, first of all, let me just say it was not the book that I set out to write, but I wrote it because it was the one thing I couldn't not write. I would have much preferred to write um, a book on 15 Things Your Friends Aren't Telling You. or um, I say that one specifically because that's actually what I wanted to title the book. Um, my editor will probably laugh when she hears this, but she knows I wanted to title the book 15 Things Your Friends Aren't Telling You because it's actually the same book, but just framed so differently. So instead, the book is 15 practices to care for your soul, right? the fifth, There's a soul care practice at the end of each chapter, and those stories um, leading up to it sort of make sense of why that practice is so important and how to how to actually go about it. But man, it would have been such a different book framing it 15 things your friends aren't telling you. And if that sounds more interesting to you, then I still think you'll like the book because that's just one different way to look at it. But by framing it the way that we did, it forced me to actually be telling on myself. Um, it actually forced me to, to lay down my pride or swallow my pride and be forthcoming about mistakes that I've made. And so honestly, I've joked with some friends when they're like, OK, tell me more about what the book's about or what to expect when I get it. I'm like, well, friend. If we have not already talked about X, Y, and Z incidents, uh, they're in there. Um, it's basically a lot of me sharing the worst parts of myself, but there's a purpose. I don't leave you in the pain and the destruction that I have both been, um, subjected to and have participated in and caused, but I show you the redemption. I show you the way out and it involves a relationship with Jesus and these practices of caring for our soul. And so, Yeah, I'm really excited about it, and it comes out August 9th, and if you do pre-order, I wanted to talk for a minute about pre-orders too, just because I get a lot of questions, and I thought maybe a podcast will be easier than a long-winded email, but a pre-order essentially tells bookstores when when they get pre-orders, whether it's Amazon or Target or Barnes & Noble or whoever, when they see those pre-orders come in, meaning people are paying for or putting their information in to order a book before it is actually live in public, it tells them this is a book worth carrying. This is a book you should have on your shelves the day of release. So the more pre-orders, the better, obviously. Um, that's one of the biggest reasons they're so important. But I just thought I'd also share that I don't make money off of pre-orders, I actually probably won't make any more money on this book um, in full transparency. When you are traditionally published, you're given a book advance, which is like a, a salary. It's a it's a humble salary that covers you during the time of writing the book. And only if you sell, I don't know, I think it's like over 25 or 27,000 copies, do you ever actually see any royalties. Um, because all the books that are sold up to that point are just paying back the advance, if that makes sense. And so I hope you hear my heart when I'm pushing pre-orders. It's because it's really important if I want this book to get into the hands of a lot of people, which I do because I'm passionate and I believe in it. Um, but also it's not because I'll profit, um, that, that part of things is done. Um, and and when you pre-order, something else that's really, really cool is that you actually get it at the lowest price point. So even if you pre-order and it's listed at uh, $17.99, if that price drops in between, you will get charged the lower price. Or if your card is already charged, they re- Amazon will refund you um, to make up the difference. And so it's not only a great way to support an author, Myself or other authors, as you hear them say, pre order my book. Uh, but it's also a way for you to guarantee the lowest price point. And then it's super fun because the day that the book comes out, which in my case is August 9th, that book will show up on your doorstep. You won't have to think about it, it'll just be there. And it's so, um, it's such a good feeling. I, I pre ordered Sean Aniquist's book. I guess I haven't learned that yet. And I honestly forgot that I had pre ordered it pre-ordered it because it was months in advance. And then sure enough, it was on my doorstep and I was like, this is so great. Um, And again, it's a way to support the author. So yeah, if you choose to do that, please go to the link in my bio and I'll be sure to put this link in our show notes as well. But I have goodies, meaning freebies, ways that I want to say thank you for pre-ordering. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And so if you pre-order, you just submit your receipt through this link. It's a a very short form and um, you get the first chapter pretty much instantly. You get a free audio version of the book um, you'll get 15 exclusive podcast episodes of Me and E. Uh, the reason it's 15 is because there's 15 chapters. We did one for each chapter where we go a little bit deeper and share some of the behind the scenes, some of the details we didn't include in the book, and just uh, want to encourage you further. Um, You can also get entered in a a giveaway for the chance to win a coaching session with my business coach, Neil, who's been on the podcast in two different episodes before. I know a lot of you really enjoyed him and his perspective and his wisdom. I actually just got off the phone with him before I sat down to record this. He is phenomenal and so helpful and just one of many people who God put on my path to um, change my life. And so really grateful that he was willing to partner with me and offer a giveaway to you. So yes, don't forget to submit that pre-order receipt, and we will get you those goodies. I want to kind of wrap up this short solo episode. Just uh, again, reiterating how much gratitude I have for you and how grateful I am that you have been a listener, either you know recently or a long time. I know that um, I don't share a lot of the behind the scenes, and maybe I should. But podcasting has been a lot of work. It I have put in so much time and energy to create over a hundred episodes already that I hope and pray have brought value to your life and have been interesting to you and have given you little nuggets to chew on or think about. Um, I hope it's provided some content for you to share with others who may be struggling about with something that we've talked about or need to hear something that was said in an episode you heard. Um, But if it has positively impacted your life at any point in time, I have two requests for you. I would love for you to first make sure you leave a review on whatever platform you listen. So if you're on Spotify or if you're on Apple podcast or whatever, um, hit those stars, leave a review. It would mean a lot. Um, And the second thing is to consider pre-ordering my book from Amazon today. Um, I cannot... Thank you enough for your continued support. And I look forward to sharing more solo episodes as well as more with just E and I. I think we might even start recording video so we can start sharing uh, people's faces so that in addition to listening, you could catch little snapshots of podcast episodes um, on Instagram through video in a reel. So if that sounds fun, um, do those things and you can reach out to me anytime via email. I do respond Uh, as best as I can to every email that I get so I love you and I'm grateful for you and I hope that you yeah feel seen and heard in some way through the episodes on this show thanks for building a longer table with me